This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Murray will keep, he'll run, and the ball's out. And the Seahawks have it inside the 20. Tariq Willem yeah. with the recovery. And Kobe Bryant <laughs> shook it loose. So bad. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Ah, uh, the Chris Myers game. Welcome back. BetQL mm-hmm. Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks with you. Presented, of course, by BetMGM. All right, yeah, let's look forward here to week seven. Hopefully none of us have to be subjected to a Chris Myers game in week seven. But our first look at week seven across the NFL, it starts Thursday with, with a couple games involving teams we didn't really get to yet in our show today. And that would be the Arizona Cardinals hosting the New Orleans Saints, both losers yesterday. And of both teams, I think, heading for losing seasons here. Uh, so we're looking at the Cardinals as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. They haven't won a home game in a year. They lost. <laughs> they couldn't score on Seattle yesterday. Why are the Cardinals favored against anybody? They stink. They couldn't score on the Seahawks defense that came in bottom of the NFL. They stink. At least the Saints lost to Joe Burrow. I mean, like, what are yeah. we doing with this? Is Kingsbury going to get launched? Should I think he is? You think he might? He might. Uh, New New Orleans. They lose yesterday, but it was against Joe Burrow coming back to the Bayou with Jamar Chase, who ends up with two touchdowns in the game. You know, without Olave, without Michael Thomas in Sunday's game, I thought it was impressive that the Saints still put up, found a way to put up twenty six points. I actually walk away a little bit impressed. I don't know how you could have gone into that game and be like, oh, I'm all about I'm all about the Saints. And so the number mm-hmm. closed three, I believe, and they end up covering it. It was close throughout. But the bottom line right now is the Saints are better with Dalton and Taysom Hill than they are with Jameis Winston. And I keep hearing, oh, Jameis is getting better, back injury, blah, blah, blah. Wait, first off, you can't it can't get any worse. So we're gonna force Jameis into action because the back injury can't get any worse. Oh, four broken, four fractures in his back. It's it's fine because it can't get worse. Now all of a sudden he's out multiple weeks. Okay, I think I think the Saints are realizing that their better option is Dalton under center. As ridiculous as that sounds, because I'm someone who watched way too much of Andy Dalton here in Chicago. <laughs> he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good, and they do have a, a strong defense. The problem was on the other side, you're going against Burrow and company. Like this is going to feel like so much easier for that Saints defense defense facing the Cardinals offense as opposed to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, neither of these teams have played very well, but I guess I would just take the uh, Saints and the points on the short week if they can get healthy. Like you guys mentioned, they almost beat the Bengals without Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and Chris Olave. So if mm-hmm. I don't know if they can get anyone back, but if they can, it sure would go a long way for the Saints team. So it would be the Saints or nothing for me. And if the Cardinals on a short week can't beat a banged up Saints team at home, Cliff shouldn't be have a job on Friday. Like this, you got to win this game if, if you're if you're mm-hmm. going to have any sort of season. All right, so that one, that's the first one for this week. A one that stands out to me, and we our last guest Brad Spielberger brought it up. Our Falcons are undefeated against the spread. Falcons again getting yeah. no respect. Six point dogs at Cincinnati. I'll take the Falcons. I, I will continue. I mean, the Falcons are. Cincinnati? What did they do yesterday that was so special? Nothing. Well, they put up 30 points in the Superdome on the road. You didn't think that was impressive against the Saints defense? I I kind of did. How many did they allow to Andy Dalton? No, I totally hear you. I'm not saying take Cincinnati. I just wonder how much they're going to put up against a bad Atlanta defense. So are, are we going to be back to one of those spots like the Rams game, like the Bucks game, where it's going to have to be the Falcons with the backdoor cover in the fourth quarter. That That's what we're going to be hoping on again to get to that 7-0 ATS mark. It might be. It might be. But, but again, I don't trust Zach Taylor in this office to run away. They had a good game yesterday, but they really haven't yeah. had a great season. You know, they, they, they kind of reside in the mid-20s more than the 30s most of this week. So that's a big number, Aaron. That, that one stood out to me. Big number with the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to look at Bengals props probably <laughs> or something. I don't know. I'll be looking at props for this one. My initial reaction was the same. I wrote down that the Falcons were my favorite underdog, but then I'm like, I must be missing something with the plus six here. Like, what am I wrong about? Does this just seem too easy? I'm going to wait as we talk it through this week and see how I feel as time gets closer, but this might be more of a props game for me. My my first thought on the landscape of week seven is we might have a lot of public underdogs. Atlanta, I'm guessing, will be one of them, or they have a chance to be a public underdog. Washington, hmm, curious about Washington because who's lining up to back the Packers and lay a number of five and a half at this moment? Where, where are we at now? Are we still five and a half? Five and a half. Yeah, and, five and a half. Yeah, okay. Okay, so who's, li- who's lining up? It was four and a half, that? wasn't it? Yeah. I no, I'm don't. not sure. But, okay, yeah. Giants are going to be a public underdog. I, I heard Aaron mention that one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It feels like there's going to be a few a few different ones. Jets, I'm not sure. Depends what happens tonight with the Broncos. We'll, we'll see. Maybe the Jets get some support there. Um, But, yeah. I think those are a few of them that could be this Chiefs Niners line. Are you guys where, where where are you at with this Chiefs Niners line? We're at a number of three. The look ahead was only one and a half. So I was hoping to get that inside of the field goal. We know the Chiefs coming off the loss. Niners don't have anybody healthy. This seems right, criminally it. short to me. Criminally yeah, short. It, it, now that defensive line for the Niners is just so banged up. If you tell me they're all there. That's a different yeah. story, but right. I mean, Andy Reid and the Chiefs are going to find a way to score a lot of points in this kind of game if they're not in that game. Joe, you mentioned a lot of public dogs. Is there? A, let me give you two dogs this week, and you tell me if you think they both should be dogs and by how much. The two New York okay. teams, 
Why are the Jets, as of this moment, a three-point underdog to Denver? The Jets are a better team right in this second. Because it's at Denver, and okay. Zach Wilson is not the reason they're winning games. And that's fine. That's right. But it's a short week yeah. for Denver, off a division game. I mean, home field really hasn't mattered that much. Like, I understand it's Denver, but we're not September Denver, right? That's usually a bigger advantage, Lester in the season. Okay, the other sure. one is... Why are the Giants two and a half point underdogs in Jacksonville? <laughs> I and three some places. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I genuinely don't know. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. They they lost yesterday, divisional matchup, but he put up twenty seven points. And if you look at some of the metrics, like completion percentage above expectation, he had arguably the best day. Like it was he, better. But he, yeah. he almost completed every pass yesterday. Like it was ridiculous. He had a better day. Again, uh, the Trevor Lawrence high variance thing, man, it continues. So they lose. They don't cover yesterday, but he had a really good game. We've seen him rank as one of the worst quarterbacks in a, a given week. We've seen him rank as one of the best in a given week. So I wonder when things are going to settle for Trevor Lawrence because right now I don't know what he is. And we're not supposed to know in year number two, but uh, – the upside is certainly there. So if you want to back the Jaguars in any sense, I guess I guess there's a reason to believe. I mean, the market is saying, cool, cool record, dudes. You guys still stink on the road. Like They're saying on a neutral field that the Jaguars are better than the Giants. Jacksonville home field is not two and a half to three points. Well, here's why I'm frustrated. I wanted to take Jacksonville on the points. I don't, I don't gotcha. want to lay points with Jacksonville. I was I was like, oh, wow, the Giants. You know, I thought maybe I'd get a number there. You'd get a couple points with Jacksonville. We're not. And then there's another yeah. one that's interesting. You you brought it up to, to Brad. The Raiders as seven-point favorites against anyone? I, and that's essentially what he said. And now we have a situation behind the scenes where the guy that everybody hated is gone. Is that going to lift the team? Is that going to lift their spirits at all? It is Davis Mills on the road who's had his struggles. And the last time we saw the Raiders on a field, they looked really good. Really good, mm-hmm. taking the Chiefs all the way to the end, leading at one point by a few scores. So maybe there's a little bit of that bump. Like if that happens in a Sunday afternoon game, are they getting that extra bump? I'm not quite sure. But that's there's a lot of games that I, I like. And Houston – that really pops. I'm getting seven. I'm getting seven. Is Devontae Adams playing? Do we do we have an official word on that? Is he going to be suspended all for what he did? Because the trouble? I I don't. I feel like we would have heard. I'm that saying, is the league right? going to do anything? The league's not doing anything with that. I don't think so. Uh, unlikely to be suspended until the legal process concludes. Okay. So that, that was Rapport yesterday. So no. So okay. he'll play in this game. <clears throat> A court okay. date is set for Thursday, November 10th. So we'll see if that court date holds or they push that back. But no, he'll play. Anybody have the guts to bet on the Colts? Short dogs division. Gets the Titans. It's a good spot for the Titans, isn't it? Off the bye. Colts just played a division game. They're back at home. I mean, the Colts really could put a firm grasp back on this division if they win this game. Mm-hmm. They're three, two, and one. Yep. They'd be four, two, and one with with splits against the Titans and Colts. They'd be done with them, right? So they can't lose those season series. 
they'd be in really good shape, even though they stink. And they're not Do any you think good. They could be a little overconfident after that win yesterday. I mean, that was kind of wild, that game. The one thing I will say, and I don't disagree with Brad, they're not very good. Matt Ryan didn't get sacked yesterday for the first time. They protected him well. They protected and, and him And what well. happened? He had his they best won. game they of the scored. year by far. Yeah, right. If they he protect was terrific. him well and they get their backs back, we, we all thought they could be pretty good before the season. Maybe it's just, I don't know. They, they might they, maybe they recovered. Yeah. yeah. You, you know how uh, the sports books always post who's your passing yardage leader, rushing yard leader? I'd love to know what the odds were for Matt Ryan to be the passing leader because he was. 389. 389 passing yards yesterday. Yeah. Wow. You got a good, good number on that. That had to be a really <laughs> you, good You number. would think. You would think. Uh, how about the fighting Dan Campbells getting a touchdown at Dallas with Dak returning? That's I have a feeling we're going to be talking about that game a whole lot this week. Yeah, we will. We'll talk more about these Week 7 games coming up. Joe O, Joe Gier, and Hawks with Beck UL Daily right here on the Beck UL Network.